Hey everybody and welcome back to Zeus with Bruce. Today's episode is going to be about the eighth deadly sin. Let's get to it. So there are the seven deadly sins that have been popularized through Christian tradition. The seven deadly sins are lust, gluttony, greed, sloth, wrath, envy, and pride. All of these are incredibly destructive. And there's also a film called Seven with Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman. Highly recommend it. Pretty dark, pretty intense. But if you're into that kind of stuff that also makes you think a bit, would be a great film to check out. Now, most people do not know of the eighth deadly sin. And of course, I'm popularizing the idea solely because I've seen it so often. The eighth deadly sin is being boring. The downsides of being boring are genuinely endless. I'd gone to a pool party about a couple of weeks ago here in DC, and we're talking on the roof just with a handful of people. And one of them said to me, you know, if I actually ever have kids, really my biggest fear is that they're either going to be annoying or flat out boring. And yeah, I mean, that would not be great. Who would want this? A wonderful aphorism that was created by Nassim Talib in his book, The Bed of Procrusts. He's also the author who wrote Black Swan. He goes, you may eventually forgive and befriend someone who harmed you, never someone who has bored you. And I really see a lot of validity to that, regardless of if you're someone super forgiving and you want to befriend somebody, just the, the boredom is really going to drive you nuts. Unless you're into this, which most people, regardless of if you're an extrovert or introvert or not. Now, to stress this idea is that being boring is a major turnoff for just about anybody. Again, you don't have to be this outgoing, extroverted person in order to avoid this deadly sin. What it really comes down to is learning how to be interesting to others. Simple. As the timeless maxim goes, in order to be interesting, you have to be interested. What this looks like truly can vary. It comes down to the ability to be someone who has the skill set to listen effectively, which in turn will result in others perceiving you as an interesting person. As well, simply ask yourself, what good does being boring bring to my life and the others I care about? Has it brought you anything positive? It's a serious question to ask yourself. Now, in some instances, of course, Flying under the radar, you know, being different from being boring can provide you with safety from immediate harm. So it's really, anything is really an absolute. Just you got to pick and choose the situation, know your target audience for sure. But really, it's really the case. And it can actually even be counterintuitive at times. So there's a myriad, myriad of ways to be the opposite of boring. And really, I believe it's actually our duty to ensure we learn at least a few of them. There's no upside to being boring. Now, one example I could give is, and I've really been doing this a lot recently, is answering questions, not sarcastically, but delivering the answer, but in a prolonged way and giving a different answer. So I was at this place in the yard. They have this big area where they had a concert and it was outdoors. And I brought my two dogs, the two corgis that I live with, Rafiq and Jafar. Very cute. Highly recommend following them on social media if you have one. I'll put their, actually, I'll just tell you guys it's Rafiki and Jafar. Super cute. Got to follow them. Now, when I went there, I met up with a handful of friends, two I know, a handful that I didn't. And when I was there, I was introducing them to Rafiki and Jafar, and we were talking, and they found out that Rafiki and Jafar had an Instagram. So then one of them asked me, Oh, Bruce, no way. I can't believe they have uh, social media. Wow, like how many followers do they have? That was her question. And in response, 
typically you can always go with, oh, I don't know, or something like that. Or you can say the exact specific amount. But that's what would have been expected. And really just, it's not necessary to spice it up, but the value of doing it just changes the whole setting, right? So I respond, I she asks, she goes, so how many followers does Rafikin, do Rafiq and Jafar have on Instagram? And literally I said, honestly, too many. But in a way that was sarcastic and playful. And, you know, then they all laughed. And then we all loosened up a little bit more, right? Because we're all getting off work and people are a little tense and all this stuff. So then right at that moment, this person opened up so much more. We were able to then, after I said, oh yeah, I don't know, maybe a few hundred, 500 followers, I don't know, something like that. And it just kind of kept the flow of it going, but it also kept them more engaged. And it changed their pattern. Because so often, especially, which is a really challenging aspect for me when it comes to doing small talk and stuff like that, you know, I've grown to learn that it's incredibly valuable and it's necessary. Just even in that small talk, the beginning phases, feel the person out, but then find a way to just switch up the path you're going on in a way. Break the pattern that's occurring because then you really capture their attention. You help them remember you. And in a way, you actually can captivate them because you're breaking the mold of how everyone else responds, how everyone else acts. And you don't need a larger than life personality. You don't need to be super intelligent. Just finding ways to bend reality a little bit, but still connecting with the other person. And when you don't do this, when you fall prey to the eighth deadly sin, it's going to affect you in friendships, intimate relationships, work, of course, depending on the field. But even then, you do want to build a strong camaraderie. And just even with yourself, I mean, think about what it's like when you think about yourself as someone who may not be exciting or interesting or engaging or thoughtful or considerate or lively or joyful, anything like this, it's boring and life should not be like that. And even in times when it seems like everything is boring, we got to find a way to navigate it and create a little spice in life that we have. Because if we don't, we're going to have a boring life. And personally, I'm against having that and being a boring person. And I don't care who knows it. It's not a great time. I highly, highly, highly advise against it. Until next time, Zeus with Bruce. Peace out.